Thanksgiving, you cocksuckers. Try to not have that stuck in your head all day. <laughs> I don't like it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we are going to have a good time today. Do you know what that is, by the way? I don't. <laughs> so, uh, do you remember the famed Rebecca Black? Yes. The Friday song? Yeah. Well, the the gentleman in the song we just heard had the, you know, he he lists the months. Because <laughs> as we all know, April was Easter. <laughs> right, right, right. Naturally. Um, that guy, you may remember him from the Friday song with Rebecca Black. The guy in the video? Yeah, he's the black guy <laughs> in that video that raps in the Friday song. I don't even, I don't know if I remember that guy. Well, he, so apparently that guy has a business. I, I, uh, we're doing Garrison, the bartender tomorrow. Similarly, I thought of doing a breakdown of another maniac and that would be this guy who apparently has a stable of 13 year old girls that he convinces he's going to make a star and he makes these horrible music videos and their rich parents just plop down boatloads of money. He makes music videos for them. Has a horrible rap verse on them, on all of them. <laughs> and I'm sure he's just counting his millions now. I don't know what, I don't know who the guy is or anything, but. <laughs> That'd be, uh, that's, yeah, nothing, nothing says uh, it's going to work out than a guy being like, oh, your daughter, let me make her work. Yeah. Any adult <laughs> that wants to work specifically with children seems like a good upstanding citizen. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yes, it's Thanksgiving, everybody. Every year I get that song stuck in my head. Now. <laughs> Never heard it. The word you gotta do yourself a favor and find me a Chinese food song. Right now, borderline yeah. racist, frankly. <laughs> you want it now or what? Oh boy, should we save it? Yeah, probably. What, what is it? Uh, yeah, for Christmas because you know Chinese food. Sure. Yeah, maybe we'll save it for Christmas. <laughs> that, that works for me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, uh, welcome everybody to our Thanksgiving spectacular. Uh, we're going to give out gobbles to all the turkeys we've dealt with this year. Jesus. Uh, we're going to go around the table, say what we're thankful for. You know, it's going to be a big special show. No, it's going to be the usual bullshit. Same shit as always, I like to say. That's what we deliver here. That's what we promise. Damn right. Always the that same. That was the, uh, was that? I said we're always, we're just cookie cutter. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, how was the uh, Quantum Week Live show? I was not there. Oh, you weren't there? No, nah, I had the in-laws at the house, and they're. Oh, not- I assumed you wouldn't have missed a chance to make yourself a big star. I. Hey, everybody, the Craigsters here. Yeah, I mean, good thing I wasn't. 
<laughs> just oh yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> there could have been an incident. Yeah, yeah. I heard. Uh, I heard all good things. Yeah, me too. Seemed like it went well. I, I, I shouldn't have brought it up. That I, the only reason I brought it up is I thought you were there. I wanted a full review. Was not. Conan did a very bizarre review of it. I thought. <laughs> oh yeah, that video. Yeah, he first of all he's talking about our guys two tours. I don't know why he even brought them up. Um, I guess Chris did a live read at the show. Yeah. So what? I don't know. I'm assuming they paid for it. Yeah. So what's the? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that. And he was also kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't like movies, but I guess we like that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm sure it was great. I'm a quantum weak guy. Yeah, the night before that show, I think uh, Chris had a few sighties and DM'd me. You mentioned this to me, so I get a text from Craig <laughs> saying, "I think Chris is shit faced. <laughs> he keeps calling me." No, 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 he was DMing me about how oh, I he just kept calling me gay. <laughs> oh, come, maybe I misread. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you confront him about this? No, I was like, "Yeah, man, I, I didn't know what to say." It was like <laughs> that. Do, that does not seem like Chris. Ah, what are you gonna do? It was huh. pretty. I thought it was funny. It's just out of character, I think. <laughs> Very out of character, and there was no follow up. No, no, not really. Let me. Uh, it's very bizarre. Boy, Chris really is the alpha. He's a big bully. Yeah, <laughs> going around st- slapping your lunch tray out of your hand. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to say because uh, I was like, uh, what, what, do, what do I say here? <laughs> you know? What did you say? Uh, I'm gonna find it. Hold on. Yeah, let's break this down. Um, uh, I saw on Twitter that you are really, really, really gay. <laughs> Congratulations for coming out. That's really brave. And I what said, the hell is he talking? What time of night was this? Six o'clock. He could not have been shit-faced at that hour. <laughs> I, I One know. of his rules is he doesn't drink during the day. Well, six is kind of after dinner from a lot of people. Technically, but to get drunk, to get drunk texting level, you would have had to start early. Right. And then, and then, uh, I said, it's been a battle. I think there, there was some day I was just getting called gay all day on Twitter. I like that. That really shows Craig's, uh, curiosity level rather than be like, let's get to the bottom of this. He says, yeah, I am gay. <laughs> I said, I, my, my response to that was, yep, that's me. <laughs> my response was, it's been a battle today. <laughs> I was like, I, I think, what does that mean? Did I miss something? What happened? I think that there was one day that everyone just kept calling me gay. I think it started on this show, maybe. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Boy, who can remember? I call you homophobic all the time. Although I guess that is a, a people accuse homophobes of being gay. So I can see where that would start. Mm. And then uh, uh, he said, no one ever said it was going to be easy being in a coney. And I said, I don't hate it. And then I said the the jet sign falling behind him was pretty funny. Sure. And uh, uh, he said it must have been the sliding doors, blah, blah, blah. And I said, the house is haunted, obviously. But I'm glad we got a technical oh, explanation. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Please don't breeze through that. I'd like to know exactly <laughs> the architectural reasoning why the sign fell. <laughs> and so I responded with, well, the house is haunted, obviously. That was my response. Um, well, what a fun chat this is. I'm glad we get to relive it all. 
This is where it comes back. And I said, uh, he said, yeah, Ghost is a Pats fan, I guess. Probably a gay guy like you. <laughs> Man, there is some, I don't think he would want you share. That's, we're reaching a level of homophobia. I don't think he wanted to share yeah, he's just, on the air. Yeah, he's just doing what everyone else does. <laughs> Boy, he must really be gritting his teeth when he's doing a podcast with Karana. And if he has these sort of feelings bottled up. <laughs> and then I just said, you're coming at me like a closeted bully right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and there's no explanation. Well, hopefully, if someone contact Quantum Week, Chris. See if we can find out why uh, <laughs> why he's bullying Craig here during, in the holiday season, no less. I thought it was pretty funny. Yes. Gay jokes well, always fly. Listen to a very good show this week. There is a ton of them. <laughs> um, uh, Ted had a, Ted Sarandis, a, a great commenter on patreon.com slash blind Mike. Oh. By the way, if you're not subscribed, we're over 400 subscribers for now. <laughs> For now, we'll see where that goes. In a week but, uh, left. We a are week left. over 400. Yep. So I appreciate all you guys. And Ted Sarandis in the comments said, uh, he had a, a very a great description of it. I can't remember it verbatim. Uh, and, you know, I know Ted chooses his words very deliberately, and I don't want to paraphrase him, but it, basically he said, um, it, like, it's not a good show, but it's nice to see that they're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I think, a good, a good description for it. Oh, uh, about being like 30 years old and giggling? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, laughing your asses off. Yeah. <laughs> and gay jokes. They're the best. <laughs> That's why I hope, I hope Chris, I thought that was funny. I hope he doesn't get mad, but I guess we'll find out. I'm sure he will. Why? That's how, the, that's how drunks are, you oh, know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like <laughs> fly off the handle. There's nothing bad or personal information, so I feel like it's safe. No, and in fact, I think it's funny that he bullies you in private. I <laughs> <laughs> was at first. I'm sure it's going to get worse now. Well, good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Coney. Heard you on the podcast today, bitch. <laughs> Leave me alone. Come on, Chris. <laughs> was your asshole sore or something? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's fun. I wonder. I hope we get to hear that Quantum League live show. I'm curious about it, but um, I think they're putting anyways. it out, but it's probably going to be on Patreon if I was guessing. Patreon, yes. Well, go subscribe to their uh, uh, Quantum underscore Week dot com or Quantum Dash Week dot com. Oh, and there's a one, the website and the Patreon are different. Let me check here. Well, Google Quantum Week. I'm sure they'll come up. Yeah, probably. Now enough of that. Enough of kissing their asshole. Um. I will say, uh, before we get into our, we got a lot of, a uh, ton of topics here today to run through. And uh, before we get into those, I'm not, go I, I was joking about uh, having Thanksgiving segments, but I will say, I'm very thankful for all the uh, patrons, and I appreciate everyone going to patreon.com slash blindmike and uh, buying the merch that they bought and subscribing all year. Literally a year ago at this time, I didn't want to, I didn't know if I wanted to do this anymore. So I appreciate everyone hanging with me all year. And uh, supporting the Patreon and those of you that support the show for free, I appreciate you too. Leave a five-star review. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give a like, all that bullshit. And uh, although, because I curse so often, I don't think we're allowed to uh, promote the YouTube. So that's an interesting uh, catch-22 we're in there. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, if you keep talking like that, Chris is going to be in your DM soon. Yes, that's right. <laughs> a mo, calls me Mo Geary. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you everybody, and go to patreon.com/slash blind mike and listen to a very good show. Yeah, and why that. are you laughing? That too. 
whole bunch um, of stuff coming up. Uh, happy Harassment Day, by the way, as we record this. It's the 23rd, huh? No, it's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So oh. it, alter- it alternates dates. Oh, I thought it was always the 23rd. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, no, um, where do we uh where do you think we should start here? We've got a litany of of topics. What do you want to dive into first? Um woke commercials is always pretty good. Marin's good. Schultz, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. by the you way, know what? let's start let's let's start cuz it is kind of the thing it I feel like it ties in nicely to the Thanksgiving season. <laughs> These uh Microsoft commercials or I guess like company I think they're like company training videos or something. Yeah. It's uh, it's called Microsoft Ignite. Micro- and it seems like they do it every year. Um, you may have already seen these. They've been out for a couple weeks and they were circulating a couple weeks ago, but they uh, just got on my radar. And uh, I guess this is the robotic world that uh, the tech industry has created. Yep. It's uh, sad where we're going. Let's hear it. Hello and welcome to Microsoft Ignite. We've got a big day ahead and lots in store for you. First, we want to acknowledge that the land where the Microsoft campus is situated was traditionally occupied by the Sammamish, the Duwamish. That's most important. I have never heard anything like this in my life. Well, whenever I have a guest over, I say, hey, thank you so much for coming here to uh, the Waltham apartment. And uh, I should start by saying, uh, before us, uh, a guy named Bill lived here. He was a drunk. He didn't <laughs> see his kids that often. Uh, and before that, it was actually a nice couple, Susan and Dave. They were. <laughs> you go through the whole history. This was built by hand. Uh, wasn't ours. <laughs> we should give it back if they want it. That is that is white guilt at a level that nobody is asking for. This is an Asian lady. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't worry, Mike. Uh, she's about to tell you that. Oh, I'm Craig, I don't need you to tell me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Although there's speculation that this is for me, by the way, that these videos were made for me. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to wait for after and be like, do you feel better? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm curious to watch because, uh, you know, as I, I just miss miss. Uh, misidentified this lady as being white. Um, and it is important because every conversation I have as a blind guy, I'm like, yeah, what race is this motherfucker? Why aren't they? Do I like them or not? Why aren't they identifying their race? <laughs> so this lady takes care of that problem. Yes, she does. She's so happy to. <laughs> we want to acknowledge that the land where the Microsoft campus is situated was traditionally occupied by the Sammamish, the Duwamish, the Snoqualmie, the Suquamish, the Muckleshoot, the Snowhomish. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, by, by the way, that's made up, right? How great would it be if just some hungover college kid was working the teleprompter <laughs> and is like, I'm watching what I'm going to make this bitch say. <laughs> yeah, it was home to the Muckleshoot. <laughs> Couldn't be sick like Apache. Which, by the way, hey, we took the land from these people and uh, we ain't giving it back. We think a, a shout out will be enough for them <laughs> yeah. to shut their mouths and get over it. You know? Yeah. You ever gone to a restaurant and you see a plaque of a dead guy on the wall? Mm-hmm. That's more or less what this is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pour one out for the muckle shoot. Brooks was now, here. Uh, quit your crying. <laughs> yeah. 
We're not going to, the, the land is now worth uh, billions. <laughs> we make a fucking fortune on this land. We won't give you a dime of that, but you'll get a pretty neat shout out on our training video. <laughs> Could have been a pretty cool uh, casino. Uh, well, let's what? hear more about the muckle shoot. <laughs> Laylup and other Coast Salish peoples since time immemorial. A people that are still here, continuing to honor and bring to light their ancient heritage. My name is Allison Wines. I'm a senior program manager in our developer tools division. I'm an Asian and white female with dark brown oh, hair. Whoa, whoa, I was totally uh, not white. <laughs> Asian white. Asian white female. Uh, she only said that so she could still feel guilty. Yes, good. I, well, well, no, it's a good thing because if I, you know. I would start feeling one way about her if I thought she was just Asian. And then I'm like, all right, well, half's okay. <laughs> aren't we Aren't we not supposed to think about race? That's the whole thing and I was gender. thinking. And if it's for blind people to uh, know what they're listening to, wouldn't that make them, wouldn't they like just naturally not be racist because they can't see? And I'm a half, a, well, first of all, as blind people, we hear it's a lady. So we immediately turn it off. <laughs> Well, why ruin our ears with this nonsense? <laughs> Allison whines is right. Just yammering all day. All she does is whine. <laughs> Email. So yeah, I don't. I don't know who this would be for, because they're not even like. Obviously, it's pandering Drek, but also she's like, I'm wearing a red shirt. Uh, yeah, that's the. I don't get <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah, we don't know what the color red is. <laughs> Thanks. That's true too. Is that like you know? <laughs> well, I've I've been able to see uh, at least partially my whole life, but mo most of us in the blind community uh, can't fathom a, what it, what a shirt even looks like. Never mind what red is. Asian <laughs> and white female with dark brown hair wearing a red sleeveless top. And I'm Seth Juarez, program manager in the AI Platform Group. I'm a tall Hispanic male wearing a blue shirt, khaki pants. Today we kick off two days of learning more about the latest solutions, exploring how these kids. Is that not the most robotic, scary thing you've ever seen? Like if you showed that to someone in the '90s, and was like, "Hey, this is a Microsoft training video in 30 years," people would be like, "What?" <laughs> if this guy, people would be like, "Robots got that good? That's pretty impressive." If this guy came home and I had to call him dad, I'd be so fucking furious and pray he leaves. Oh, he is. Well, he's what Shane Gillis would call an MSNBC dad, I think. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that, that has to be. Imagine, like, just going for drinks with these people. No. <laughs> you know? And the conversation you would have to have and making sure every word you say is correct. And, oh, fuck, am I, <laughs> God damn it, am I offending uh, the muckle shoot? <laughs> Well, that it, it can only, it's probably only them though, right? That are doing this just that one time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they, it's just a creative decision that they kind of went on their own and decided it's certainly not a company mandate. Yeah. No, let's see what this is though. Hello everyone. I'm Natalia Godilla. I'm a Caucasian woman with long God blonde hair and I go by. Boo! Boo! <laughs> you suck. Boo! But if I remember right too, this guy does not look like uh I would not picture his voice to sound like what it's about to. <laughs> well, luckily, he'll uh, both speak and describe what he looks like for Exa me. Exactly. You'll know exactly what it is. 
Hello everyone, I'm Natalia Gadilla. I'm a Caucasian woman with long blonde hair and I go by she, her. I'm a product marketing lead here at Microsoft and co-host of the podcast Security Unlocked with this guy. Yes, that would be me. Hello everyone, I'm Nick Fillingham. I'm a Caucasian man with glasses and a beard. I go by he, him, and I'm a security evangelist here and at Microsoft. And even in Australia we put up with this bullshit? <laughs> well, they do now. <laughs> He's there to let you know that in other countries they do this nonsense also. It's right. not just us. Right. It's fucking so dumb. <laughs> it is the most robotic, weird fucking thing I've ever heard of in my life. And I mean, hey, the muckle shoot thing is one thing. Like if you want to uh, pay tribute to the people you savagely stole your land from, that's <laughs> that's one thing. But you're also not doing anything about it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> 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 like if if you killed someone in a drunk driving accident let's say and got away with it naturally and then you said to the family hey i'm craig Coney, i'm a, a pudgy white male and uh, i killed your daughter in a drunk driving accident i'm a gay producer here <laughs> uh, with a black top and they'd be like oh hey well hey we got a shout out that's pretty cool yeah exactly uh, so good for Microsoft. They're uh, they're doing all the right things. Mm. No, no, they're not. <laughs> I think I think they're making things they're making things work over there. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of doing all the right things, by the way, mm-hmm. and wokeness, <laughs> uh, Portnoy spot on about this fucking uh, New York magazine piece that uh, dropped today. Unless this isn't the only one. So uh, I- there was nothing. <laughs> I didn't even see it, so I don't even know what the topic was. Well, you didn't see it because, like, there was no buzz about it or anything. None. Like, when I searched, uh, if you Google Dave Portnoy, it comes up. But when I searched Dave Portnoy on Twitter, there weren't even, like, mentions of it. Was it the hits? Just the normal shit? It, I mean, it wasn't even that. It was, like, what we learned two weeks ago. Oh, just. And there was a line to give you to give you a little insight into what this fucking article was mm-hmm. so to save you from reading it. I think this tells you everything you need to know. There's a line in the article and uh, I'm paraphrasing slightly, but it was something to the effect of there was a time, let's say four years ago, where allegations like this would have derailed Portnoy's career. And they're like sad that it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Like, remember the days where these vague, baseless allegations would have ruined his life? Weren't those fun? Where did those go? Was Bobby in this one? Uh, I don't believe so. No, no. But what I what I did think, um, uh, Chris and and Dave were texting me about it, and oddly, no uh, homophobic slurs thrown out in that conversation, (laughs) despite the picture that Craig paints. Uh, but they had texted me and I said, I think Pornoy might be like this little group's new Rogan in the sense that they're going to just try and go after him anytime they can mm. and throw the same bullshit out there over and over again and hope it sticks at some point. Uh, Pornoy is outwardly trying to get on Rogan now. I'm surprised he hasn't been, honestly. No chance he hits the three-hour mark. Why do you say that? Well, he doesn't like doing shows, and I feel like they would run out of stuff to talk about before they start doing that repeater thing. Yeah, maybe. He's got a pretty short attention span. Right. 
So I feel like Rogan might be a tough setting for him, but Rogan's pretty good at keeping you on track. I feel like But Rogan would just be like, you ever seen these monkeys like rip these people's faces off? And he'll be like, don't care. That would be an odd couple. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think he'd be polite to Rogan. Like, I don't think he would uh, just completely slough him off for sure. But I don't know how much you'd have to say about, uh, you know, DMT or fucking space (laughs) (laughs) or UFC even for that matter. I don't know if he gives a shit about that. Justin says uh, he could talk to Rogan for like eight hours. Yeah, see, I, I don't think it would be a bad... I think it would be a good episode. I think it would be good too, but I'm just always just like uh, people like, I didn't hit three hours. <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, the, well, that's the weird thing about Rogan is you have you have no idea. Although although two hours with Portnoy would feel like an eternity compared to what he's normally doing. Um, For Portnoy, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I get, yeah, he's used to shorter bursts. Yeah, that's the thing is I've never heard him have a three hours sit down with someone. But actually, you know what? I take that back because he's going to know how big of a platform he's on and he's going to get his shit out there. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's where I didn't agree with you. And you said he's going to be like, ah, I don't care about that. I, he would he would play along with Rogan. I just don't know like what they I don't necessarily know what they would talk about. I think they talk about a lot about this bullshit at first. Yeah. The business insider piece. And that would obviously get Rogan's uh, attention. And I think Rogan would also be interested in just how like insane it is like literally portnoy was handing out newspapers on the fucking tea right in braintree or wherever he was yeah and then they'll they're both from there so they'll probably start talking about that shit yeah those some old boston stories uh, i i take it back i take it back yeah um has mike given his thoughts on mac and cheese at thanksgiving yet uh, i mean mac and cheese that's the that's all i'll be eating on thursday <laughs> Why? Who asked that? I know it's pretty Justin. It's pretty controversial right now with everybody on Twitter for some reason. It is. Yeah, whether it's there or not. Oh, I've missed this. It's a staple in uh, the Geary household. It's not in mine, but I'll never shake mac and cheese. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I've never had it on Thanksgiving, but I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't say no to it. No, I couldn't imagine scoffing at it. That's uh, boy. People are we're running out of things, huh? Yeah, no shit. You know, I I kept my mouth shut. When we had the chicken sandwich wars, I didn't weigh in on that. But now, and the, you know, hot dog is, is a hot dog a sandwich. I kept my mouth shut for that. <laughs> and now they're coming for mac and cheese. And I said nothing. Is the hot dog a sandwich? I don't. Who gives a fuck? I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, now, we're, now if we've gotten to, should you have mac and cheese on Thanksgiving? I think we've run out of shit. Uh, I'm 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 all for people having it. I just don't. Yeah, well, it's a staple in my home. Uh, you guys like lobster mac and cheese? Sure. I don't mind it. I never go out of my way to have it. No, nor do I. In fact, I had it in Newport once, and it was rather disappointing. Really? Yes. You got to go to Maine for that good. Good. Mm, maybe. That's what I'm. I'm. I'm hearing that. Well, but I mean, Thanksgiving is kind of like. I feel so. A lot of people say this. Um, that with Thanksgiving they uh, didn't like when they were a kid and now as an adult, it's their favorite holiday. I'm that to an extent, but it's more like I dreaded it as a kid and now I'm immune to it. I, it, does, it doesn't phase me. It's my favorite holiday of the year, I think. I just don't give a shit about any of the food or anything. I love I'm not the f- a turkey guy. I don't, I like the dark meat on the turkey. Shout out everyone who thought I wouldn't say that. And then, uh, 
I like uh Oh fuck I'm fuck Justin for getting us on this road. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> how I, dare you. I just like I like I like the food and that I don't have to buy people shit. It's the perfect <laughs> holiday. It didn't it didn't dawn on me until I heard Craig dissecting dark meat versus white meat that we shouldn't be doing this. Mike, if you were actually listening, it was actually a secret racist joke. Oh, I wasn't listening. Okay. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun to go back and find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, good. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a fun nugget for the people. No, I wasn't listening. That's how, that's how much I zoned out. <laughs> well, good. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if uh, Portnoy gets on Rogan. This one didn't have any effect on the stock price. Like I said, I'm pretty plugged into that shit. I didn't even know what happened. Yeah. So, by the way, did you see the uh, speaking of the stock prices? Did you see the Moron Money shirt uh, I, logo I, I sent you? I saw it like an uh, hour and a half ago. What are your thoughts? It would make a pretty sick towel if it prints right. That's funny. That's how. That's what he. Uh, how he described it as well. I think Matt from Rhode Island. <laughs> It'd be a perfect towel. Go check out uh, Vaulted Podcast. By the way, I think it's. I think it's a pretty good logo. Uh, yeah. And so she- hopefully we can have those up. Uh, do you think it's shirt worthy? Uh, like the the normal um, like uh, left side pocket one, definitely. Oh, interesting. Maybe yeah. And I was thinking maybe green a green shirt. Spice it up a little. Green and white. Yeah. The logos look good on white, gotta say. Well, there might be uh, more on money shirts up for Black Friday, folks. So uh, keep an eye on that. Go to our link tree, Blind Mike Project on link, link tree. We got everything. Uh, but you can find the store there as well if you want to check out uh, all of our shit. Yeah. Um, oh, and we'll, get, we'll have um, wine glasses or the wine uh, tumblers soon, too. Oh, good. That should be a Black Friday item as well. Yeah, something new. And then uh, the problem is, uh, I was thinking, I was thinking about doing like deals for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Yeah, but I, I think we're kind of at the point like we, I don't, we barely make any money <laughs> as it is. Plus, it would be so hard to go and individually change everything. Oh, would it? Yeah. Oh, all right. So, well, you're getting fucked, people. You're paying full price, Which really whether you like it or not. And then uh, I figured December will start Craig of the Month. <laughs> Very good. So the Madman shirts will be up in December. I haven't seen anyone design anything. Pretty sad. Um, I thought that one picture uh, with program director Craig was p- pretty good. Yeah, I have to try to find a with your hair slicked back, clear shot. There's a bunch of those, you know. It wasn't a one-time deal. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm skeptical. I wear a hat most of the time, but I have gone with my hair done. Yeah, just when you're worried that uh, Bruce Mittman's going to be watching. <laughs> he's he's always watching. He's in here somewhere. Um. Uh, oh, so uh, the great. Speaking of the gearheads and their great support, uh, the great Lieutenant Kirk uh, messaged me before the show and said, "You got to see Marin's last Instagram video." And I was like, "If it's, we're talking about the same one, then I've already seen it." Were you able to find the an, like a? a cleaner version of that or no just the audio from the one you sent okay so we have the audio yeah all right so yeah uh Marin, speaking of rogan i guess too Marin is on a crusade against rogan and it's weird to watch this guy so bizarre and his descent into madness it is. <laughs> like, i think he's fucking losing it 
I hate them so much as every day well, goes you know by. What, what I, and I'm not a fan of Marin, so I don't care that much. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, not a fan either. I, I've just not, uh, checked out much of his shit, but it makes me like, if I was someone close to him as a guy who's, uh, in recovery, I would worry that he's fallen off the wagon. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Like that's what I, that's my first thought when I hear this type of shit. Cause he's straight away from this bitterness for a long time. And now it's getting like weird, angry, like it's anger. It's not comedy anymore. <laughs> I take back wondering why he goes on the road alone. Um, what do you mean? It's the last time I was like, he doesn't even bring an opener to like help boost their, uh, their fucking. Oh, I forgot that great uh, argument. <laughs> that pissed me off. I don't know why, but it did. <laughs> and uh, now I'm just like, I wouldn't want to go with him. Yeah, right. Well, let's hear what he had to say about uh, the roguester. It's my sort of shelf cactus gonna work out in a few someone said they uh turned off rogan to watch this well then we should just leave it on this for a while yeah just smoke some weed and you know i think i'm gonna been watching a lot of rogan so you know generally i start my day i take a uh hgh suppository and you know stick it in my ass because it's cool to stick you know medical things in your ass but it still feels good to have it in there. And so usually what I like to do is to like put like a human growth hormone suppository in right, right when I feel it go in, like sometimes I get hard a little bit. And then what I'll do is I'll just, you know, I'll fuck a warm elk's heart, you know, just like I used to use a pocket pussy, but you know, now I use a warm elk's heart. And There's weird undertones of like homophobia in here. I didn't realize that the first time. Yeah. And, uh, there has to be something that happened uh, behind the scenes that no one knows. See, I don't think so. I think it's simply Rogan has exploded since he went to Spotify. Like he was number one for a long time, but right. he got a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify and now he's in the news all the time. And Marin looks at that and says, Hey, I should be a media darling. If you hate this fucking guy, I should be the best. Remember when I was number one? Like, I think it's a lot. I think it's just jealousy. I don't think there's anything beyond that. His show's like 12 times larger than Marin's. <laughs> now, but remember, Marin was the guy for no, a while. I know that, but I'm saying, like, this, he must piss a lot of people off. Uh, Marin or Rogan? Marin. Yeah, I mean, he used to. Like, that was, kind of, that was the basis of his podcast at the beginning was, like, oh, a lot of people fucking yeah. hated him. Right. Um, he kind of like, um, in the episode of why are you laughing coming out this week, we, we talk about Patrice and we played a clip from Marin's podcast and they were, they kind of had a kinship in that way where like they both pissed a lot of people off. And then there was a point where they were both, they felt bad about that at a certain point, um, uh, through, you know, reflecting on it, whatever they were going through, they started to think about that. And Marin has kind of reverted to how he was and he did. I should say this because it's something I hadn't really considered until I'm thinking about it right now. Mm -hmm. um, his, I forget if it was wife or fiance died um, a couple of years ago. Oh uh, yeah. Is Not that, that long ago. So he went through kind of a traumatic thing, that, which that may, maybe that triggered something as well. Was it that recently? It was, look that up. I think it was only a year and a half, two years ago. 
I could be wrong, but I thought it was somewhat recent. Oh, just 10 years ago. I'm like, oh, all right. Maybe that's not why. Uh, hold on. Just give me one second to read this first. Yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, if you guys don't know, by the way, there's there's more to this clip. But Marin just goes on these rants on Instagram. I've told, I've asked uh, the lieutenant for this, and I'm going to put it out to the rest of the gearheads as well. Um, I want Marin's Instagram live videos to be littered with um, like, what are your thoughts about blind Mike? Just ask him questions about me. Cause I very badly want a clip of him going, I don't know who blind Mike is. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> He's just, like, just angry Marin saying my name would be a fun clip to have. Blind Mike's a civilian. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, it was uh may of 2020. Yeah. So not that long ago, year and a half. So, I mean, like maybe that triggered something. And, you know, like I said, I have no idea if he's uh, still clean or not or whatever. And, you know, it's probably shitty to even speculate on it. But when you hear this stuff, it sounds like a guy who who's maybe uh, going through some things. Yeah. You think? But yeah, there's a lot of it's the, the ass stuff. I'll tell you. People like, uh, you know, kind of far left people have a weird they walk a very fine line because when they're trying to be funny, they always go to this, particularly when they're making fun of like bros, like Rogan or, you know, Portnoy or whoever. Yeah. When they attack guys like that, they're like, Oh, I bet you like things up your ass. Don't you? <laughs> I bet you fist fuck yourself and your friends. Yeah. You take a suppository cause it feels good. Right. Cause you're gay. And they're <laughs> like, well, what's wrong with being gay? I thought that was, are we supposed to like that? Mark Marin or Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's Chris was Mark Marining you. <laughs> so it's very weird, but let's hear a little more from Marky. Yeah, just do that. Yeah, maybe have some uh, some coffee with some ghee in it while I'm fucking an elk's heart. And then when you come in the elk's heart, Hold you on, rewind get it on the grill really quick. Can you that's just rewind a little bit? Because elk's heart. you start to hear now. So he says suppository and like up the ass a couple times. He repeats himself a couple times. And then he says elk's heart a couple times. And it's this strange, it's like a comedy timing thing where he's kind of like, Did you hear what I said? Hey, T, did you hear what I said? <laughs> the before and way before. He's, he's poly walnutsing us where he's like elk's heart. You get it? Cause he, he fucking hunts elk. <laughs> he's a big gay elk hunter. <laughs> <laughs> you get it guys. <laughs> so let's hear that again. You know, just like I used to use a pocket pussy, but you know, now I use a warm elk's heart and yeah, just do that. You yeah, maybe have some, uh, some coffee with some ghee in it while I'm fucking an elk's heart. And then when you elk's heart, elk's did you guys heart, hear me? <laughs> Is this thing on <laughs> Joe? You hear what I said? I said elk's heart. You get the reference. Cause you, it's something from your world. <laughs> right. I listen. You're just saying Rogan buzzwords. <laughs> I listen. He's, he's saying Rogan buzzwords and including ass fucking. And he's like, oh, I've got a joke. <laughs> <laughs> now I hate CNN. Ha <laughs> ha. This is a terrible little rant, by the way. Yeah. It's it's not dissimilar from what SNL did. No. Where it's like, hey, if we just throw some Rogan... I feel like he's five seconds away from saying Mencia. 
<laughs> He's like, hey, Rogan things, uh, uh, Death Wish Coffee, Alpha Brain. <laughs> I took Carlos Mencia down. I can take COVID. <laughs> He's just throwing out Rogany thing. Uh, 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 the Man Show. <laughs> Dude, how about how about Pete Davidson? Dropping that fucking stinker of a bit and just turns out he's fucking Kim Kardashian. It, well, I mean, hey, he can do it. The man can do what he wants. Shout out to him. I think he was fucking Kim first, though. Yeah, probably. She was. Uh, so his brain was elsewhere. He, <laughs> he was thinking about Kim Kardashian while he was bombing on SNL and just did not give a fuck. <laughs> uh, go back to it. Uh, Yeah. Well, real quick, you know, Pete Davidson's like the mute. He kind of like took Andy Samberg's role mm-hmm. as far as being like the digital short music guy on SNL now. I did not know this until recently. So that the new one was actually all right. Was it Walking in Staten? I just, well, Method Man made me laugh pretty hard. It's like as a song, it sounds good. The lyrics aren't good, but like I could bob my head to it, but it's not funny at any point. I thought Method Man was funny. I don't know. I don't remember what he said. I just do remember going like, eh, and I watched it. <laughs> That's a level of Craig's comedy. <laughs> it made me laugh. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what the guy was saying, but, you know, there was a bright colors and movement. Well, it's not it something. Made me giggle. It's not something I'm going to watch again, but I, I just was not <laughs> expecting to see Method Man. <laughs> but that is, it's strange. Like, that's his role. Like, he's trying to be Lonely Island without the jokes. Well, you see what happens when he tries to do uh, sketches. That's true. That's a that's a good point. All right, let's hear Marin. The grill really quick, and then uh, when you when it cooks up, you know, we want a little rare. Just you know, eat it. You know, eat it fast with no carbs, and then you won't get a COVID. You won't get COVID. So that's what you know. That's what I do, and I haven't gotten it yet. Boy, Marin is. A gr- the perfect example of why liberal talk radio doesn't work. Right. Because it's so hard for them to take shots. And he's funny. Like, what the fuck? Mar- that, he, Marin's a funny guy. Yeah, don't get me wrong here. I think Marin is a funny guy. But it is hard, particularly when you get into, like, you're, when you're verging on political shit, it's hard for them to be <laughs> funny because they've kind of, and I don't mean Marin, I just mean, like, you know, people that think like him have drawn a line of you can't make fun of these things. So you hear Marin in this little rant dancing around what he can and can't make fun of. It's very weird and angry and bitter. <laughs> and it's kind of like, it makes me feel bad for Marin, honestly. <laughs> Justin's- and he's throwing shit out. Like literally SNL is the perfect comparison because he's throwing out old references that are, have been proven wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. He's like, oh, I'll fuck, an elk, I'll fuck an elk's heart and that'll cure COVID. Rogan did cure himself. In two days. Negative like, test. Say what, you, say what you want about it. <laughs> He's, he didn't die. You know, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. Uh, S- speaking of which, by the way. Yeah. Um, Would have been nice to know if one of you fucks could have told me. And I mean, Craig and all of you listening. No one told me this. So... Uh, we have not left the house. This is now day, boy, it's got to be 13 mm-hmm. of, uh, of quarantine here. And Alba went to urgent care today to make sure like we could be around the family for COVID. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, you're fine. You don't even have to get tested. It's been more, you've been quarantined for more than 10 days. 
you're you, you're good. If you're about to tell me I didn't say that, I for sure did. I don't remember it. The you, you go, may have. Someone go back to last Tuesday's episode on Patreon and find it. Well, the CDC should have told me. That's true, too. I want a more reliable person than Craig telling me this stuff. He just brushed me off and called me gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what people do. I want to be cool. Uh, Justin I said, want to sit at the cool kid's table. <laughs> Justin said, by the way, when I was in high school, I tried warming up a pocket pussy by putting it on a heater, but it melted and got everywhere. If I could go back in time, I would use an elk's heart. Boy, Justin's got to get this podcast cranking. Tomorrow morning, coughs into Mike. I feel like there's a lot we don't know about him. Tomorrow. Tomorrow the show's live. That's good. Do it the day before Thanksgiving. Everyone's driving tomorrow. It's not a bad idea. That's a that's a fair point. But I guess I mean like, ah, what the hell? Yeah, go listen to Justin. Well, who am I to critique? That's you, not a bad idea. You got a long drive to your in-laws that you're dreading? Listen to Justin on the way. And what's it called? Uh, he changed it to, I believe, The Justin Show. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I don't. Hey, I I am not trying to be like a, a kid. I think this is going to be so fucking funny, and I don't know if it's going to be on purpose or not, but it's going to be so fucking funny. I'm curious what level of role Matt will have. Oh, my God. The warthog's in here. The warthog's in here. Never been in here, to my knowledge. Oh, hello, warthog. He said the name of the... And it's a... He said that... He just drops in a gem like this. He said it should be called a true de, a true diffle mind. I don't know if that's a gem exactly, but I'm I'm for sure pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> a trutiful mind. Trudelif. I don't remember. Uh, well, what? Uh, go listen to the Justin show. Yeah, I'm impressed that he got that title. Uh, so I think that's got to be taken by someone. So it was taken by someone who posted a because I, I looked it up after I saw it to just like subscribe to it if it was up. Uh, someone yeah. has the Justin show, but they posted a one minute trailer like two years ago and didn't do anything. Oh, well, else. fuck them. Yeah. They missed out. That's right. Um, uh, the warthog sparked something. I had something to say and I can't remember it. Um, well, while you're thinking, I, I ended up listening to that Michael Che episode. Did you? Of Legion of Skanks? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't talk about Tim Dillon or anything. How fucking, what kind of pussy shit is that? Oh, I don't have a problem with it, really. Lewis? I have a problem with Lewis not doing it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, uh, Norman made a joke right out of the gate about it. I thought I was going right into it. Which is kind of funny. I think it's weird. Um, I think it's weird to do right away to have him on because people will assume you're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So to not bring it up at all is a little weird. Yeah. But, but whatever. Che, I thought Che was funny. It was a fine episode. And they explained why uh, when you said they took down the roast and then put it back up. Yeah, Ari was an asshole about it. <laughs> yeah, because he was all fucked up on drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I kind of get it, but it's like you can't, you know, do what you do and then get pissed about it. Well, all, not even that. Don't do the roast fucked up on drugs. <laughs> well, he was, he was dosed. Oh, good point. But, I mean, he was... I I was there, and I don't believe those were the first drugs that he consumed that weekend. <laughs> but he's usually pretty in control of what he's doing, right? And if someone, if he was doing mushrooms or some shit, and then someone threw LSD on top yeah. of it, but you can't do it to two other people, two other famous right. comedians, right? 
No, that's what I'm and saying. And be like, hey, I didn't know. <laughs> if it was any other person, I would get it. <laughs> of course. I also was trying to wonder if uh, it was for legal reasons. I don't know. But it's all. It's funny that there's a roast where everyone goes up and makes jokes about Ari. Mm-hmm. And he's even, he appears in one of Big J's jokes. And if you're watching it and don't know any of this, you're like, why isn't Ari going up? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to anyone. Yeah. Uh, but it's worth a watch on YouTube if you want to go check it out. The Roast of Louis J. Gomez. Right. Um, I still can't think of what I wanted to say about the Warthog. God damn it. I don't know. I, I did. Um, I was going back and forth with someone on Twitter before the show. Yeah. Because uh, I saw this Stephen Colbert clip. And I was just like, isn't this, didn't he take over for fucking Letterman? Let's, let's play this fucking puppy. I'm like, wasn't this, wasn't this the Letterman show? Nope. And now it's this. This definitely was not the Letterman show. It might be the same I, time slot and name. It's the same name. <laughs> Big news on Friday was that after being accused of crossing state lines, killing two people and wounding another last year during a Black Lives Matter protest, Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted on all counts. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Monsters. on the table, I'm not a legal expert. So I can't tell you whether or not Kyle Rittenhouse broke the law. But I can tell you this, if he didn't break the law, we should change the law. Uh-huh. Wow, so powerful. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. So, so powerful and brave. Fuck you, dude. Fuck that shit. I like that you say that with, not you, um, uh, Stephen. I like that Colbert says that with like, Boy, people are really going to take this to... I'm, I'm making a point that no one else has thought of. Oh, God, I want to fucking strangle him right now. Well, that seems harsh, but... With love. But this is a, like... So someone on... I tweeted, like, wasn't this fucking Letterman's show? And people on Twitter all automatically think I'm making a political stance. I don't know if fucking... I paid zero attention to the Rittenhouse trial. I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, me, him, me too. Let, it, let him burn for a thousand years for all I care. Oh! Let him die. I don't... I Feed him to the dogs. I don't care. But my point was simply, isn't, his, isn't Colbert's job to make it funny somehow? It used to be. You know, like you take pain and you turn that into comedy. You take a horrible tragedy and you turn it into some laughs. And people were like, or one guy goes, uh, you know, Letterman used to address this shit all the time. And I was like, when? (laughs) And the guy sends me back like a list of times where Letterman talked about politics. And everyone is a joke. Or like he had like Bill O'Reilly on and it got serious for a minute. Shit like that. He didn't stop the show and go, even, mind you, <laughs> even even when he was addressing um, the bed he had in his office where he would fuck interns. Right. There were even a few yucks in that old debacle. <laughs> Letterman didn't stop the show and say, hey, let's get real. Not yeah. for a second. For the five years I've been hosting the podcast, <laughs> let's stop and get real. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Warthog says, who needs laughs when you can get claps? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's kind of the reverse of the Michael Che thing we were talking about last week, because I was talking about how Michael Che was funny in his special, and the audience is confused, so they clap. Yeah. <laughs> this, they're not confused at all. Now they're home. 
Che was actually the same people in Michael Che's audience are like Stephen. Finally, now we get what you mean. <laughs> che was actually pretty funny on the show too. He was very funny. I thought uh, when Michael Che was on Legion of Skanks, they played a game called "Who's Most Justified Hitting a Woman," <laughs> where uh, they play videos where a, a female gets hit and they decide who's most. Maybe none of them are justified, but they decide who's most justified. Right. And Michael Che made a point about one of the videos. So great. And Dave Smith goes, you know, boy, I never really thought of it like that. There's no one that can qu- quite convince me you should hit a woman like Michael Che. <laughs> and my Che's going, no, no, no. And Dave goes, oh, come on. Don't be modest, Michael. <laughs> they did it very well. It was like, that's the thing. Che's funny. He's just in a world where you aren't supposed to be. No shit. So the, uh, the tweet in response to you asking about the Letterman used to host this, right? Yeah. Was, um... Letterman w- would discuss these things too. You realize that, right? And you said, sure. We all remember the top 10 legislative changes that this country needs to take seriously. <laughs> I just love the idea of uh, like uh, Letterman seriously stating something. Like, hey, Letterman's like, hey, if uh, this Kyle Rittenhouse thing, if Kyle Rittenhouse didn't break the law, we should change the law. And then Paul Schaefer plays a wacky in the background. Yeah. And Letterman's throwing his note cards. Letterman would say political shit, but it was always a joke. Right. I wouldn't give this Rittenhouse's troubles to a monkey on a rock. <laughs> I need if 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 Colbert even got a whiff of the old Stephen Colbert, uh, he'd be the number one show. It's fucking Gutfeld has the highest ratings. Gotcha. Does it really? Yeah, yeah. That so that's where Stephen Colbert is. Uh, I can't say he's fucked up because he's making millions of dollars, obviously, and there's a segment of people that love him. But if you want to do something interesting and creative and funny, then yeah, playing that. Char- if you're going to talk politics, then he should have stuck with the Colbert character. Do you want to? Get- like, I get wanting to break away from that and doing something different, but what you're doing is n- not comedy. Is the network? So it's weird. In a comedy show, and you made the decision. I'm going to be serious, me now. I'm not going to be the funny version of me. Was well, the is the network going to get the viewers down to literally zero before they make a change? Because they're close. <laughs> is he doing bad? Because he was doing good for a while. It's like seven hundred thousand people watch. Yes, but what's that compared to the Tonight Show? I bet he's beating Fallon. Uh, let's find out. I bet. I, I last I heard, he was beating Kimmel and Fallon. Late night ratings. But I, I, I'm still uh, obsessed with the image of Letterman doing like a top 10 reasons the abortion law in Texas is terrible. And just being like, yeah, number 10, it's a woman's right to choose. He tosses a note card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's It goes Colbert, Kimmel, Fallon. Yeah, so he's number one, right? Yeah, am I? Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, that's why he's not making a change. But it's also evidence that, like, we can't have an Archie bunker now. You know what I mean? Like, uh, actually, <laughs> to promote Why Are You Laughing Again, uh, this week's free episode is Norman Lear, if you want to go check that out. That's right. Um, but le- to mention Norman week's. Lear, Norman Lear is as liberal as they come. 
Yep. Like he is as, as far left as you could get. And he created the Archie Bunker character to make fun of Republicans, essentially. And Some, people that thought the way that Archie Bunker thought, he was mocking people like that. That's what Colbert was doing. And he said, let's not do that anymore and get real for a moment. <laughs> so now he's reaching no one. <laughs> right. Everyone that is watching already agrees with him, and he's not being funny. So he essentially has sold he sold his soul to make, you know, $15 million a year, whatever he's getting. Right. Fucking what a world. Mm. Is that me? I was disappointed that you didn't uh, appreciate my uh, Letterman, serious Letterman bit. I, I, that Colbert video just pissed me off a little. <laughs> that's why I can't have fun with Craig if we're going to play. Uh, we, that's why we can't talk Rittenhouse because we no, can't goof on it. No, we absolutely can. But I used to love Colbert so much. It's so disappointing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, there were a lot of people like, like I said, I, I did not pay a ton of atten- attention to this uh, case. And by that, I mean, I paid zero attention. Yeah, me too. But from what I know, I just want to throw this out there and please correct me if I'm wrong. here. Will do. Um, from my understanding is Kyle Rittenhouse, white guy, right? White guy. <clears throat> he shot and killed two other white guys. Shot. Or was it three? Killed two white guys shot a, a third white guy who pointed a gun at him first. Right, okay. So shot at three white guys, killed two. Uh, one being a woman beater, the other being a pedophile. Well, that's what I was going to ask. One was a, uh, and not just like, like, oh, he liked young girl. He, a convicted pedophile. Am I wrong about Multi- that? Multiple times. <laughs> so, And they were, all, again, they were all white, right? Right. So how is this a race issue? Uh, I'm assuming the only logical explanation I could come up with is because it was like a Black Lives Matter the rally. The location? Yeah. I don't know. That's, I'm like, hey, like I said, I didn't pay attention to the case. So maybe maybe I just don't get it. But that seems very strange to me to be like, this man, this racist <laughs> took out two whites. Yeah, and uh, I I saw the 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 pedophile guy. Someone was uh, someone posted a picture of him with his daughter, who was like an infant, and uh, was like remembering this guy. Blah blah blah. And someone asked, "Is that his daughter? <laughs> or is he on a date?" <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very funny. It's very funny to think there's people out there that are like, now sure he was a pedophile, but at least he was a liberal. The fucking Mandalorian. That Pedro Pascal guy. What did he say? He just, he just yesterday or something was like, oh, I want to just, he put the two fucking people that died up and was like, I just want to, you know, my heart's with these two who are up in heaven or whatever the yeah. fuck his post but, So was. my question there is like, does he know that? You have to. It's the talk of the country. I, I would, I would <laughs> bet he doesn't, or I don't think he would have posted that. Oh God. Imagine but living I, your life like, like that. So, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he does know and he's just doing it anyways. But I prefer the image of the people that are like, listen, he, sure, we all have our flaws. He may have been a pedophile, but who among us hasn't had impure thoughts? Ugh. I'm sure that's out there. A lot of people, a lot of people putting some bullshit posts about that uh, Wisconsin shit that just happened with the parade. Like what? Uh, people were like, the person that ran over everyone in the parade, they claim self-defense, so it's fine. <laughs> I saw, <laughs> uh, you can guess, feel free to guess which comedian tweeted this. Tim Dillon? Uh, no, close. 
I saw someone say, um, this is nothing to joke about, but how funny would it be if that was Rittenhouse leaving the courthouse? <laughs> JK, I'll delete this. <laughs> it was, Shane was uh, has been on the best week of his Twitter of his life. <laughs> so I've been going back because he keeps posting the funniest shit on Twitter. That's bad. And it, like deletes it. And he's gained like 25,000 followers in the last like three days from these. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good friend. And I only notice because I keep going back and looking. And I'm like, that's holy really funny. fuck, that's growing like crazy. I'm telling you, him and him and Tim Dillon, two best in the biz right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, you know, the more I think about it, it is weird. Although here's why it wasn't weird that they didn't ask Michael Che about Tim Dillon. It was weird. Because uh, Lewis isn't really that guy. It's like, hey, let's have a series interview. Like if Chase said, I don't really feel like talking about it. Dude, you heard- I wouldn't expect Legion of Skanks to be like, we're, we're going to give a hard hitting interview with this guy. You heard Lewis on Real Ass Podcast say this was the worst pile of shit bit he's ever seen. Has the guy who might have written it on his show two days later and doesn't say yeah, shit. It's hard to defend. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's hard to, you're right. That is that is a bad look. I didn't think of it that way because they never talked about it. I think it actually would have been worse if they talked about it and pussyfooted around it. I literally would have just said, the Rogan sketch, please explain it to me. And then that's yeah. it. I did think it was a funny shot by Mark Norman, though, when uh, yeah. they get introduced. And Michael Che made a joke about, like they said, Mark Norman first. And then they introduced Michael Che and Che made a joke about how the audience was louder for Che. Right. And Mark goes, oh, hey, it's Tim Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> Norman, once again, very funny on that. Going to see uh, Joe List on Friday, by the way. Here he's on. Providence Comedy Connection. Here he's uh, on a big heater. He's been, I mean, he was awesome at Skankfest, honestly. Yeah, I have, I've never seen his stand up. Uh, well, oh, live. you should check it out. He's live. got a special on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen parts. I've I have I meant to say live. I've seen parts of his like special. Live. Oh yeah, I I think he's genuine. Like maybe the most underrated guy in comedy. I think he's so funny, and uh, we'll see him on uh, Friday at the Comedy Connection. So if you're around, Gearheads, um, say hello. I suppose. Right, you should bombard him. Um, two, 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 two. Oh, speaking of, I guess while we're in the comedy world, do you want to play the Schultz thing real quick? Yeah, why not? I thought this was pretty cool. Um, good for Andrew Schultz. And, you know, Schultz, say what you want about him. I know some people aren't like a fan of his comedy. I'm not a huge fan of his stand up or his podcast. I kind of just like him as a guy. That's exactly how I am. And you know what? I liked his Netflix. I thought his Netflix show was actually very funny. I fucking did not. Oh, I really, I actually really liked it. It was just like one of those dead, 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 like news. It was, fucking- there were a lot of jokes to the point where it almost got like distracting. Yeah. But all the jokes were funny. I, have to, I, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Like I, I thought it was all, I thought it was all funny shit. So I, I shut it off in the middle. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. But the, the most I watched it, cause that was back when you were doing reviews and I was putting clips in them mm-hmm. and I had to like watch the clips you marked out. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not a diehard Schultz fan, but I like him. Uh, but I'm glad guys like him are around because it's not the same. Like, you know, Schultz is like a cancel culture guy, but it's not the same rehashed bullshit over and over again. He just calls it out when it's necessary, which uh, 
I should probably be more like that. Uh, but this is him talking about a gig he had in, uh, was it Toronto? Yep. So Canada might be worse than the U.S., by the way, with this shit, from what I hear. Oh, definitely. Their borders just opened like two minutes ago. Oh, I, I mean with uh, just like language shit and, and jokes and stuff like that. But Oh, definitely. Let's hear what Schultz has to say. What up, people? Yes, this jacket is fire, but focus. I want to tell you a story. Toronto. The infamous tour is coming, and we're doing it at Meridian Hall, but it wasn't always supposed to be at Meridian Hall. Originally, the show was booked at Massey Hall. We had the show locked in, and then Massey Hall hit me up a few weeks ago, and they said, hey, we have to cancel your shows. I go, why? They go, well, we looked you up, and you tell inappropriate jokes, and we no longer want inappropriate jokes on our stages, so we have to cancel your show. I said, okay, suck I'll find another venue. <laughs> we locked down Meridian Hall, but this is a much bigger venue. So I was nervous. I was like, will we be able to fill it? We put the show on sale. It sold out in seven minutes. We added another show. That one sold out in an hour. It turns out the great people of Toronto enjoy some inappropriate jokes. So who are we to deny them even more opportunities to go see them? We're adding another show. Goes on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. F*** you, Massey Hall, Toronto. I can't wait to see you. What up, people? Yes, this jacket is fire. Good, good for good for Schultz. And it's it's so straight. It's so funny that like businesses are more willing now to lose money. Yeah. Like I mean, like you said, a bigger venue sold out quicker <laughs> because of this. Where that venue could have just made money and ignored the five emails they got or whatever. Because Schultz, by the way, is not a crazy controversial guy. Yeah. Like, you can find shit that he said that could get him in trouble, for sure. But it's not, you know, like, uh, as much as I disagree with people uh, going at, like, venues that have Louie, it's a more justified argument than, like, Andrew Schultz's naughty words on stage. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I uh, I um, was just listening to Ron White on um, uh, Rogan, and he mm-hmm. was talking, because we were talking about how uh, weird the... Canada is as a whole. It's kind of, you know, was it Europe that's arresting people still for speech? Yeah. Um, he's like, uh, yeah, normally uh, I'll go to a place and if I smoke, I'll get like a, a fucking hundred dollar fine. And he said in Canada, if he smoked a cigar on stage, they would hold his money until they decided how much of it they wanted to take. <laughs> Which, how did they just decide that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what was... Oh, God damn it. That reminded me of another story. Oh, uh, Spacey. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that, is, that is wild. <laughs> $31 million. I don't want to say... I don't want to defend the guy, but... <laughs> no, you know what? I have to say, I'll take a surprising stance on this and just say, I respect the production company for just being like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> Get us our money back. I mean, it's it's astonishing. I've never seen that. that this would set legal precedent. I think they're not going to get a dime. There's so Kevin Spacey. For those of you that don't know, uh, Kevin Spacey got fired from House of Cards. They said you're no longer welcome here. Uh, now, evidently, which I don't understand how they lost money on House of Cards. Uh, because, uh, yeah, it's on Netflix. They get a set amount anyway. DVD, right. Are DVD. they saying because there wasn't another season or DVD sales for other seasons? Uh, how much fucking longer? DVD are they gonna- sales can't be $31 million. Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking, I have no idea. So I don't know how they're calculating that number, but 
they're saying that because Kevin Spacey got fired um, from from House of Cards, that he owes the production company behind House of Cards thirty one million dollars. That's insane, insane amount. <laughs> it's it's great to be like, oh, Kevin, why would you? Have- <laughs> Why would you get fired? Now we're going to have to collect $31 million from you. Why would you go and do that? Like, like he's got that much, <laughs> <laughs> like he's got that much, but also like, like it was his decision. He's like, gang, I'm going to have to make you fire me now. <laughs> I guess the legal shit is where they have more of a, leg. like if he was harassing coworkers, that might be where they have more of a leg to stand on. But it is why like their lawsuit should be with Netflix. No, definitely. I think I feel like Netflix made the decision. It's it's strange because in a weird way they're saying it was the wrong decision to fire the guy who may have uh, molested people. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. That they cannot <laughs> physically. I don't get what like people quit their jobs. Just looking at it that way. He didn't want to stop either, by the way. <laughs> they kind of. Right, he, yeah, he's legally allowed to quit his job and he didn't. He was fired. Yeah. He didn't <laughs> want to stop. I don't know if you've seen Christmas Eve, but he definitely still loves that character. <laughs> it is. I, I will say, though, it's a, a respectable amount of um, bitterness and hatred for someone. Yeah. They're like, you know what? We're going to take $31 million from you. <laughs> yeah, you got fired, but we feel like that's not quite enough. No, definitely not. Reparations. Like, if they said, like, four or five, I'd be like, all right. But still. Yeah, I'd uh, like to know how they get up to 31. <laughs> what do you What do you figure? Because <laughs> also, like, wouldn't. So that must mean. You know what? If this goes through, I'm just working this out in my head here. Let's say they win this lawsuit. Then I think the production company would be allowed to essentially sue anyone when a show gets canceled. Right. And be like, it's your fault. Right. So I don't imagine Kevin Spacey will win this lawsuit, but we'll, or will uh, lose this lawsuit. It's like but a- what I am hoping for is a scathing Christmas Eve Frank Underwood review of this lawsuit. He just starts calling everyone F's and stuff. Like <laughs> it would be great. You think but, I forgot about you? <laughs> but dude, it would be like our Kelly's record label suing him for like fifty million right now. Because well, they, I mean, you could name a million examples where it's like, <laughs> well, he stopped making money. <laughs> he didn't make any music anymore for us, so we're gonna take more from him. Yeah, the Niners could sue Kaepernick. It's like, well, we cut him. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Fucking, you know, no one else signed him, so fuck this guy. We've stunk ever since he got cut from us at our decision. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. But my favorite thing ever is the Frank Underwood Christmas Eve video. So I'm hoping it makes for a great one. Oh, they're the best. That that will be uh, on Christmas, our Christmas special as well. Kill them with kindness. <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed. Oh, was I a sad boy on Christmas last year when he diverted from that and was like, hey, gang, this is serious, Kevin, for a moment. That was when he was walking, right? Yeah, he was outside or something. I can't yeah. quite remember, but he's like, hey, it's been a tough year for all of us. Let me get serious for a moment. And I loved it because he was kind of like, the tone in his voice was like, now I know it's a tradition you and I get together every Christmas Eve. <laughs> and I play Frank Underwood for you. 
But this year we're going to take a little break. It's like, Kevin, who are you apologizing to? <laughs> he, I, I, w- I was always uh, curious what his people thought when he hit send on that video. Like, All right. Oh, you're going with the stock um, movie, like like Apple movie music at the end. That's an interesting choice, Kevin. Well, you can't afford anything anymore. You know what I'm talking about? The music he uses? Yeah. The bad guy music? Right, right. But like, It's like, Kevin, you've been in film for... 40 years. Well, his, his family, his family's got, they probably saw him filming it. They're like, ah, oh, he's got to get that out of his system. And then he's like, all right, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there. And they're like, oh, fuck, fuck. No, 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 no. And, and then there you go. <laughs> and now it's a Christmas staple. Well, he's doing that. When they heard the accent, they must've been like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, you all, you all thought I forgot about you. Didn't you? <laughs> what? <laughs> We forgot about you, it, sir. <laughs> you can't imagine my surprise. It was my first, it was my, uh, my remember I was at Alba's house on Christmas Eve. And, um, that, that was texted to me, I'm sure by the warthog. And I opened it and I couldn't th- talk about anything for the rest of the night. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, it's pre- yeah, pretty weird. I guess I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. This man got me tooed and has been completely silent. We haven't heard from him. And on Christmas Eve, he comes out as the character he played, telling us we don't have all the facts. <laughs> you don't understand. Oh, if you were from this country, you would understand how great this is. He, oh, um, did he, do you know? have any idea if he ended up doing that movie where he's the pedophile hunter? Because that's going to be a watch along for sure. Oh, great question. I don't know. Let's get to the bottom of that. Look, look that up. Yeah, let's see. It was a, like a, an a, Italian movie or something. That was actually from when I was in on, uh, when I was in on um, KMS that one time. That was the story of the day besides Hank and. Uh, oh, was it? That, that was one of the things. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. I remember the story, but I don't remember talking about it. I like the movie he did that made like $40. Pedophile Hunter, right? We might have to watch that at some point. That was uh, the last thing he made before he went out, right? Yeah, but it was like after the scandal. And it was released in, this is pre-COVID. It was released in theaters and literally made like $180 nationwide. (laughs) Uh. By the way, while you look for that, uh, Louie nominated for a Grammy. That's so awesome. Pretty cool. I got to give the Grammy Academy props. Shout out to them. You know, they're generally not terrible with comedy. They usually don't pick the best comedy albums. Right. But like Bo Burnham, Chappelle were in there. I'll give them that at least. But the fact that they threw Louie in there, it'd be great if we found out they just forgot. <laughs> right. They're like, oh, fuck the jerking off thing. Damn it. That'd be great if he wins and he goes up and he's just starts like pantomiming jerking off. And then just uh, like, I'm kidding. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I like the story uh, Gillis told on Rogan <laughs> where Louie called him to his room. Like they were on, they're on tour and Louie texted him and said, hey, can you come into my room for a minute? Yeah. And Shane walks in and Louie shuts the door behind him and goes, 
Hey, don't worry about it. I'm not going to jerk off. <laughs> and then he immediately, always having fun with it. That's then, good. then he immediately goes, oh, I, I wish I didn't tell I you that. I should have told that. <laughs> <laughs> so what's this pedophile movie? Uh, it's a foreign movie. It's no release date. But he's a pedophile hunter, which is. No release date. No. Where are we? Pre-production? I mean, I feel like it's been like eight months or something, though. What are, are we on IMDb for this? No, that's probably the best. Give me the place. description. Give me something here. That's pretty. Let me. Uh, let, I want. I actually do want to go to IMDb because I want to see if they wiped out Kevin Spacey from the uh, database. <laughs> no, he's got to be on there. Probably. It's the Internet Movie Database, Craig. They've got everyone. Kevin Spacey. They don't play politics. Garrison the bartender. By the way, we're uh, we are doing Garrison the bartender part two for your. Um, night before Thanksgiving festivities. What the fuck is this? I clicked Kevin Spacey and it just went to Colbert Report like it's uh, listening to me. Oh, <laughs> bil- uh, scary. Uh, Billionaire Boys Club is the movie I think you were thinking of. Yes, you're correct. Um. Uh, oh my God, he's done two things. What do you do? Gore is the name of the movie. He plays Gore. Tell me he played Al Gore. <laughs> no, no, no. Damn. Um, a young man spends a summer in Italy where he meets his idol, Gore Vidal, who teaches him about uh, life. Oh, not bad. Not, not a bad second runner-up. <laughs> life, love, and politics. Oh, boy. He's uh, that. And then let's see the other one. Is this it? Peter five eight. Hmm. Uh, odd name. If, if that's the pedophile movie, that's an odd choice for the title. Uh, and it says another movie full of foreign names no one's heard of, and it says <laughs> plot kept under wraps. <laughs> oh boy! So that's got to be it then. <laughs> Found it. Found it. Oh, that's Kevin great. Spacey's. By the way, I mean it's been said a million times, but greatest uh, excuse of all time. When you get caught doing something naughty. <laughs> well, I'm gay, folks. You got me. Oh, I can't. I can't imagine being him right now, dude. <laughs> he's got a. He's got a weird life. A very weird life. <laughs> I'm surprised, given the Frank Underwood videos we've gotten, I'm surprised he hasn't done a sit-down interview with anyone and tried to explain himself. He can't win. No, but I mean, Frank Underwood, you forget, Frank Underwood promised us we would get more facts. Maybe if he went on Rogan, and that's about it. No, he wouldn't do that. He's more. He's a 60 minutes type of guy. Well, I'm just saying, Rogan will actually let him talk. The other people will be yeah, like... Yeah, but Spacey wouldn't do that. He just he comes off to me as a pompous asshole. True. He wouldn't lower himself to a podcast, I don't think. True. True. I can't but, wait. can't wait to see that, though. Good luck, Kev. We hope to hear from you on Christmas Eve. We love you. I hope you take I hope you take these bastards down that are trying to take your money. <laughs> yeah. Don't you let them win, Kev. Or Frank. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Let me be Frank. <laughs> That's the greatest. <laughs> let me be Frank. It's, per- it's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect. You think I forgot about you? <laughs> Uh, all right. Anything else? I feel like we're missing something before we get out of here. Uh, that's all. Is that about the size of it? 
That's about it. All right. Well, mazel tov to everybody. Hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Like I said, I am uh, appreciative of all you guys. And now you'll take that and make fun of me for it. Gay. Like Chris, you'll gay bash. Uh, but uh, it's it's the facts. I appreciate everyone uh, that supports the Patreon and uh, supports the free shows and all of that. So if you want to do that, find our link tree, Blind Mike Project on link tree, um, or just go to uh, patreon.com slash blind Mike and uh, listen to a very good show. Yes, please. Be thankful that they're around. Be very thankful that it's already over for the week. You, are, you already did it. Um. Uh, and check out, of course, Vaulted Podcast. That's where we record Why Are You Laughing? Uh, our boy, Matt from Rhode Island, is at the helm there and um, runs a, a tidy operation. So if you guys want to record a podcast or film anything, and like, he does movies and all kinds of crazy shit there at Vaulted Podcast. So if, you're, if Pawtucket, Rhode Island is a reasonable uh, place for you to go, then hit up Matt from Rhode Island. And uh, vaulted podcasts in Pawtucket. Yeah. And I think that's it, right? That's all I got. All right, gang. We will see you on the other side. Ominous. And I think to myself, wow, what a beautiful world. I see clouds of rain. Fuck you.